song crushing snakes uh by Cr the crowder band it's uh walking on hands of angels crushing snakes so that's kind of what today is about this weird story weird thing that happened in the bible and i wanted you guys to know about it because it's so much like what's happening with this stupid vax it's like really we're living <laughs> this thing over again so many times at the very beginning when i first started doing videos i did a lot of videos showing how this is you know david fighting goliath and it's us it's the children of israel going around the the, the walls of jericho bringing down the walls and you know all these different stories and i didn't do this one and I just never imagined until we got here in this portion of the story where how we we're going to repeat history here. So this picture right here that you guys have all seen, uh, which is the, the symbolism for, for the American Medical Association, of course, it's on the, the same thing as the as the flag for the U.N. And then they have this this what looks like a needle. And there's a serpent around it. OK, so and it's a bullseye. It's just really, I mean, that's really what that looks like to me is a bullseye with, within like they're <laughs> taking aim at humanity through the American Medical Association and the CDC and the WHO and all of that. So um, th this is a very interesting story. Look at this, what happened. This is Moses and the, and the God's people when they were out. I mean, <laughs> sorry, you guys. <laughs> Where are my manners? I'm Melissa, Red Pill the World. I know you don't see me today because I'm heading out tomorrow and I wanted to do this video and uh, I'm, I'm already kind of in my jammies. <laughs> so I just wanted to come on over and, and tell you guys this. This is um, this is our Freedom Force Battalion right here. Freedomforce.live is where we our home base. Here's all of our social media here. Join with us all these places. And this is the book that I wrote to explain end times. Now that I have just a few pieces of the puzzle, that's what it uh, it's all makes sense because what is happening right now is literally biblical. We're being set free from these creeps. That's what's happening. We're, we are destroying them. We're crushing snakes. Okay. So that's what's happening. And here it is on um, uh, Amazon. You can get it, the paperback, or you can get the ebook, which is just $2.99. You can maybe share it with some of your friends so that they aren't afraid. I was talking to a friend of mine and she had watched a Hollywood movie about uh, rapture. And I'm like, no, no, don't want, don't get your Bible teaching from Hollywood. Um, yeah. So, or from someone who's gone to these uh, Soros controlled seminaries. So yeah, this is what's really happening is that the, um, the we're, we're going to have our new bodies and be raptured uh, and, and the new heaven and the new earth after the thousand years of peace. What we're doing right now is we're fighting Armageddon. This is really the premise of the book. We've, we're fighting Armageddon and we are destroying the beast, which is the cabal, new world order, cabal, mafia. You know who I'm talking about, these evil ones who've done all this evil uh in lockstep and we are going to win 
and we're going, I don't know when exactly it's going to be, but we're going to win and we're going to cast them into the abyss and we will have 1000 years of peace on earth. So, and our health will be restored and all of that. So just hang in there, but it's, you know, the thing is you can't listen to the, to the enemy, right? So here's what the story was in the, um, in the, the Bible, in the book of numbers, chapter 21, that maybe this is something you haven't ever heard, but you're going to flip when I tell you where this is connected. You're like, Oh my gosh, how did I miss that? Anyway? So, um, these people were complaining and they, I'll read you the story here in a second, but they, uh, the Lord said, no, um, you know, they're, they're, the snakes are going to bite them and they're going to die. But I will show them the remedy, the true remedy. And that is for Moses, he would be, uh, said, put your, this, this uh, rod. And I don't think it really looked like this, but they made it look like a cross, which is, which is fun. That kind of gives you a clue where we're headed anyway. But um, the, uh, oh, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. Anyway, so um, this was where he put a bronze serpent. And then if anyone looked at the serpent, they would be healed from the snake bite from the from the basically it's a it's so similar to like you know, the, the curse of sin, you know, that that you look at this this uh, that, that actually removes the curse, removes the uh, the uh, effect of this snake bite. And so some of the people are looking and you see some of the people refuse. They don't want to uh, have God's answer. They want to have some other answer and are willing to even put themselves at risk of dying. I mean, how similar is that to what we are experiencing as humanity right now? So anyway, that is a pretty good picture of what was happening back in the day. This is after they had left Egypt and they crossed over the the Red Sea and now they're in the wilderness and this happened. That's not surprising. You'd find snakes out in the wilderness and you'd have to listen to the Lord on how to be healed because there weren't doctors back in the day just so much like what we're experiencing now you have to listen to the lord on what to do to be to be well and it's not what you would normally you know you'd normally think well listen to the ones in authority and they know anyway so here it is in roman i'm sorry numbers chapter 21 uh they travel from mount hor along the route to the red sea to go around to Edom. but the people grew impatient on the way and they spoke against moses a god and against moses and said why have you brought us up out of egypt to die in the wilderness there's no bread there's no water and we detest this miserable food so yeah they yeah not so <laughs> terribly different from many today, but you know, just always finding something to complain about. Hello, you're out of Egypt. You're no longer slaves. What, you know, why can't you be happy? Anyway, so verse six, then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them and they bit the people and many Israelites died. The Lord does not play. This is the reality is if they do not uh, follow Moses and do what he says, if they are going to fight each other and fight, they're going to destroy each other. It's that's just what it's going to. And then there won't be the people of Israel. They'll just die off if they don't learn how to get along and to and to and to do the right thing and to listen to their the leader that the Lord has provided for them. Anyway, so he's like, I'm going to have to give you a, a serious wake up call. And that was these snakes. So. Uh, then the people came to Moses and said, we sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you because they were trying to get rid of Moses and going to try to get somebody else who was 
a cabal leader, basically, right? Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. And this is what the Lord told Moses. He says, this is how I'm going to get rid of the snakes. Okay. This is how make a snake and put it on a pole and anyone who is bitten can look at it and they'll be fine and they'll live. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. And then when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at this bronze snake, they would live just like this picture. These people are looking at the bronze snake and that doesn't sound reasonable. Let's just be honest. It just doesn't sound reasonable. That doesn't make sense. Why would you, that's, you should give me a shot, <laughs> give me a shot that, or give me a potion or something. They don't, you know, that doesn't sound like the, the right solution but it's a matter of faith. It's a matter of faith that you say, I'm going to do what, you know, what the Lord has prescribed and not, and be, what I mean by that is to know how to listen to the Lord, listening to him, listening to him in your heart and not listening to the ones in power and the ones with the cool lab coat and the, you know, whatever the trappings of this world. And, and you have to listen. This is why prayer is something that it's, it's really hard to describe. It's not some magical words or whatever. It's where you actually have a relationship with the Lord and you will say, I want, I need you to tell me what to do in my life. And I need you to direct my steps and, you know, that kind of thing. So, Anyway, that's really what it's boiling down to in this humanity is who's listening, who's listening to him, to the Lord, and who's listening to the, the BS, really. All right, so with, you're going to flip when you hear this. Look at this in John uh, 3.16. Okay, you know the verse in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have, ever, uh, have eternal life, right? But look at the verse just before it. Verses 14 and 15, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up. Then any, everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. This was, and then he says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. He's saying it's it's the same, that, that Christ is the one who it takes on that curse of sin for us. And by simply looking to him, we have that curse removed. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. How would that remove the curse of sin in my, in me and you? How would that be that? But that's what the Lord told us to do. And that's where we, we don't necessarily have to completely understand it. We just have to believe it and, and do it. And then we see somehow miraculously, it does take away the power of sin that power to destroy us, the power to take, to kill us. It takes away that power of, of, of sin in our lives that was destroying us. So this is, this is what, so similar to, he's saying, this is that they, they had that, that serpent up on a cross and said, look, just go in and look at that. And then you'll be healed. You look to Christ and you are healed. That is what John is saying right here in um, chapter three. Isn't that cool? <laughs> Would you have ever imagined that? Isn't that cool? All right. So then I want you to see this, this website. It's, it's, is it perfect? No. It, is there a site that's perfect? No. But anyway, this is a pretty cool website though. Gotquestions.org. And so if you ever are looking for a question, you can look up bronze serpent or whatever. And uh, if you're looking, if you're reading the word of God and you're kind of stuck, this is a 
has been a pretty good site to to go and look at. Um, but here in this this uh, last paragraph, let me make it a little bit bigger. Um, the next reference we find in the Bible to this serpent, John three fourteen, what I just read to you, Jesus indicated that the bronze serpent was a foreshadowing of him. The serpent, a symbol of sin and judgment, was lifted up from the earth and put on a tree, which was a symbol of curse. Now, I think that that tree actually was the rod, the same rod that Moses used to part the Red Sea, that um, yeah, the same rod that he used to turn the water into blood, the same, the same rod actually so many amazing stories I'm not going to get into, but you can go on my This is Biblical uh, playlist and see uh, right here on freedomforce.live, this section right here, categories. Um, there was, a, this was, I believe, the same rod, you guys, that was given to Adam, and then he handed it down to Moses and handed it down to what, uh, you know, Abraham, and Abraham actually plucked it out of this garden. It's, a, it's an amazing story. Amazing story. Um, no, you know who it was it Abraham that did that or Moses? Anyway, I'm getting my stories mixed up. Anyway, the point is this thing, this rod got passed down, passed down, passed down. And that was the one thing that Jacob, whose name was later changed to Israel, that's the one thing when he left home running from his evil brother Esau, the Edomite, he ran away. And that was the one thing he took with him was that rod. And so then, as you go down and you know then Moses gets it later on. Yeah, it must have been Abraham. Anyway, so but Moses gets it. Anyway, um he um you know uses it as all these miracles the Lord works through uh that that rod. And then if you carry on farther then it was the rod that budded that was kept in the Ark of the Covenant. And then that fast forward, I think Jeremiah ended up taking it to Israel, which is another story which is on the playlist called the lost tribes of Israel. If you want to go see that. So cool. And I think that that is where the legend of the sword and the stone it's <coughs> basically the sword It's no, it's not a sword, but it's anyway, I think that's where that came from because they had to, they had to change the stories enough so that they, that the, that their masters would know that they were actually telling the Israelite history. Okay, that's how they kept the stories alive was through maybe some, you know, they just changed them up just enough so that people would, would they wouldn't, the bad guys wouldn't know. Anyway, I digress. The point is this rod, I bet it was on that rod. That's what all I'm saying is I bet that was on that. That was the rod. It didn't look like this in the picture, but I bet the bronze serpent was on that very same rod that, I mean, where else is it? He's not just going to go pick up any old rod. He's going to put it up on this this um, this miracle. This is the this is the rod of God that he and then he's putting this uh, this serpent on there as a symbol of the curse of sin that the Lord Jesus took our curse for us. He became sin for us, and then we look to him, and that curse is broken in our lives. And it's not by any other way. No other thing is going to break the power of sin in our lives. Only only connecting with Christ. That's, that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And that is what will heal us from the inside out and, you know, helping us to not listen to these creeps, right? How do we get through this y'all? We have to get through this by listening to him. All right. So I know I've, I've, <laughs> I've said that and now you, <laughs> we're like, we get it, Melissa. All right. All right. Now. Um, so yeah, the serpent was lifted and up and cursed, cursed, uh, symbolized Jesus. 
which who takes away the sin from everyone who would look to him in faith, just like the Israelites had looked up to the upraised symbol in the wilderness. Paul is reminding the Galatians that Jesus became a curse for us. Although he was blameless and sinless, the spotless lamb of God, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him, we might become the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians 5 21. What that means is God looks at you as if you have never sinned. You are judicially righteous and perfect in his sight, blameless in his sight. You are the righteousness of God because you receive the perfect life imputed to your account. That is amazing, but this is the, what the Bible teaches. And it also is that as, as you walk in him and live in him and, 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 and surrender your life to him, that he changes you from the inside out so that you do become righteous. You begin to do right in everything you do and say and, and how, you, uh, how you do your life. All right. So there you go. This is what I believe is really happening right here with this is that these bad guys are trying to mimic this. They always hijack everything. I've told you that a thousand times they hijack everything. And they're like, oh, we're look to us. We're the bronze serpent. We're the one that, that, you know, that the Lord told you to look to us. We'll be the ones that will heal you. But really it's a bullseye to destroy humanity. That's what it is. That's what, and they come in peace. This is an olive branches here. This, oh yes, but they're really, this shot is to destroy humanity. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, now you got to see this too. Now, Prince uh, Charles, who is a creep, uh, but he works for the, for, for the Rotties, for the bloodlines, okay? So he's not at the tippy top. He's just one of their minions, just like, um, just like, uh, uh, you know, all these politicians are and Hillary and, and Obama and all of them are, are just minions of these people. And he said in this in this uh, uh, speech that he gave, which just disappeared off my screen. OK, here it is in the, about the 240 market says. We also know that countries asking, you know, say wringing their hands, we need more money, we need more money, because why? Because their assets have been seized in so many ways. And so President Trump has, you know, uh, all of this at, at his disposal because it's all been seized. I don't even know how much he has, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has, you know, how they're hunting and doing these trillions in, uh, in all this you know, money grab it wouldn't surprise me at all if you know he's just seized it all, <laughs> all of it. Anyway, because we already know, like when the uh, coronavirus started, he made the banks, you know, loan people all this money. So it basically siphoned off all their money into the hands of the people, which is so funny. Anyway, so, um, you know, and, and then eventually it'll all be wiped out because we'll have all these reparations, not only from the Chinese, but from all these, this cabal of all that they have done to harm humanity. And so it, that will be forgiven. I just feel that that's, that's what's going to happen. Anyway, we know we're going to have all, all the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. This is the promise of God. And so just, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but it will happen. All right. So, but this is at the 240 mark. He says, we also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. We need to, we need climate change. Uh, we need uh, uh, 
We need to go green. We need, you know, we, this is our savior. We've got to, you know, uh, uh, we just can't afford not to because the earth will implode and all of that. So that's their newest way of the money grab, right? Here we need a, this is so weird, y'all. Listen, here we need a vast military style campaign to marsh the strength of the, uh, I think it says Marshall, the strength of the global private sector with trillions at his disposal far beyond global GDP. Who was he talking about? Who? Who at his disposal? Well, Rati, Rothschild, you know, all these, these, these ones at the top who, who want to control all the wealth of the world. They already own half of the wealth of the world. Now they want all of it, okay? So he said, we need to, we need to all pull together. We need to all just open our pocketbooks and give, give, give to them to, so that they can control the world and they can make sure that all, that everything is you know, green to, to save the rest, save humanity from climate change, right? But listen, did you, did you hear it? No, oh, we need this, ma- this military-style campaign to, to marshal all this money in the global sector with tr- so trillions at his disposal, far beyond global GDP, not just the gross domestic product of each of, of, each of the nations. We need trillions at his disposal. Who's this his that he's talking about? He's got to be talking about, he's trying to get this money, the rest of the money into, you know, whatever they don't have, and whatever's not been seized, um, the, into the hands of the Rotties. And that, you know, <laughs> when someone's going over there begging for money, it makes you think that they somehow or another they they need it. It's just funny. Or you know, the Klaus Schwabs and all that. They're trying to do this global reset to have to to just act. We know to get all this money into their into their hands into their coffers. Now you got to see this. This is a video that is so weird. This is so weird. Let's see, which one do I want to show you first? I've got this one right here. I'm going to show you this one right here. Look at this video. I did a, I did a video on this a while back and I, I, it's been, goodness, it's been two years. So I don't know how many people saw it. So this is a very short video. So I uh, want you to see, it's very strange. Watch the eyes of these kids. We are not famous. There are no stories in the sidewalk for us. No statues in our honor. We're just a small Georgia town of complete unknowns. The closest thing to a world stage is 81 miles away in Atlanta tonight. Our movie stardom, our football careers, they never took off. Because we are not known for who we are. We hope to be known for what we do. All right. Before we go on, you know if you, I don't know, these eyes kids look like they're a little bit sad to me. And it, the music is sad. Um, somber, I guess, is the word. That there's something that they feel that, and he's he's indicating that they they want to do something bigger, you know. And they they've been mistreated, they've been left out, been abused, seemed like, and 
So he, and he look at the, look at the school. It's just, the whole thing looks run down <laughs> like America. Right. And so they want to be, there's a Georgia town. Okay. So remember it's Georgia. Georgia is not a border town, <laughs> border state. Right. So a lot of people think, anyway, I'll, I'll tell you that in a second, but anyway, now we just watch these cars coming in and where are they, what are they going to do? What we build. This thing we assume. Okay, I want you to see that. What in the world? This thing we've assembled. I want you to see this. I want because you might not see this this picture. What is that? What is that? They're building something and they're gonna have wood. People are like, oh, it's it's part of the border wall. Well, at the end it shows a wall, but that doesn't mean that's what they built. That doesn't look like a wall to me. All right, so. And if it was wood, I'll tell you one thing, those uh, those people would be through that thing so quick, you wouldn't even, you know, it'd be a big waste of time. So let's see what else happened. It has a chance to be remembered. It has a chance to be remembered. It has a chance to be remembered. What in the world? That thing doesn't look that fancy it doesn't look like they're trying to make a uh you know the <laughs> a museum or the guggenheim or something you know the uh notre dame or something like that um and then just look the eyes of these kids looks like to me it looks like they've been something's happened and they are there's going to be justice that's what it looks like to me i'll play a little bit of it no, we are not famous. You see these eyes? But we are incredible. And we make incredible things. Incredible things. They make incredible things. Now, yes, at the end, it's got this wall. But they were building right there. The picture I was showing you was not that. What is that about? What is that about? Lightning all and you're they're <laughs> focusing right on President Trump's eyes again with looking into their eyes. Like, what are they thinking? What are what is on their thoughts and their minds that they are doing? Yeah. In my opinion. I'm not. And this was played at a I think it's a Super Bowl. Uh yeah, in my opinion, I think it's gallows. I really do. You know, that's what I think. And I think that that same look is what we all have in our eyes, really. That uh, whether you personally have been abused or not, you you are not putting up with this. When Now that you've found out. That's why if, ever since any of us have found out about this, we work day and night until we get these people out of here. Because we know not only what they have done, but we can't afford what they would, would do in the future to our grandchildren. Right. So that was, uh, that was from, I think it was a Kia commercial K I A. All right. Yeah. That's what I really think that is. I posted that the other day and I'm like, I'm going to show them what I think that is. All right. The last thing I'm going to show you real quick before we go is this is from Zechariah. 
uh, chapter 14. I'm just guessing that's something you haven't maybe read lately, but it's so neat to read these things now that we have this uh, understanding and look at this. It says, um, you know, after look at this in verse 12, this is it's chapter 14, verse 12. This is the plague with which the Lord will strike all the nations who fought against Jerusalem. The Lord is, is going to destroy these who've done evil. Their flesh will rot while they are still standing on their feet. Their eyes will rot in their sockets. Their tongues will rot in their mouths. On that day, people will be stricken by the Lord with great panic. They will seize each other by the hand and attack one another. Remember, I was telling you about the, the, like Gideon, they end up fighting each other. That's, that's what we're seeing with the, with, the, with the deep state cabal. Whether it, and I'm not just talking about the, the big names. There's 234,000 sealed indictments. These people all know what they have done. And they are all fighting each other behind closed doors. Maybe you don't maybe know it. Probably people you you might even know from your town. And they are fighting to get money. They're fighting to stop Trump. They're fighting to stop all of us. They're they might be the really what's behind maybe people calling you names and criticizing you and 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 trying to stop what you, you what you're trying to do wherever it is, whether it's on social media or in your community, in a, maybe even in a, in a small group, and all of a sudden someone finds out, and next thing you know, that friend doesn't want to talk to you, or whatever it is, whatever which way, there are people who are trying to stop you and me, and they're trying to scare us with this Rittenhouse thing. They're trying to scare us with the with the January 6th, and like, if you stand up, then you might be in prison, or you might be uh, your name all over the news and, and go through court and all of this, right? But the Lord is is going there and they're seizing each other. They're, they're going to be in giant trouble with the Lord. Then they are in trouble with the Lord. Judah, too, will fight again at Jerusalem. The wealth of all the surrounding nations will be collected. Great quantities of gold and silver and clothing. Huh. All that wealth is being gathered. This is what I'm telling you is happening right now. A similar plague will strike the horses and the mules, the camels, the donkeys, and all the animals in the camps. All their assets will be seized. Not just the money, the boats, the houses, the lands, the you name it, the electric companies, the, the, all of this is being seized. Then the survivors from all the nations that have attacked Jerusalem will go up year after year to worship the king, the Lord Almighty, and to celebrate the Festival of Tabernacles. Remember, I was just telling you, we had the Festival of Tabernacles. Remember that tabernacle in my backyard? What, did we, what do you mean they're going to be celebrating? This is those who have just been the deceived. They're not the deceivers. They're not the evildoers. They're just ones that they thought they were doing the right thing. When your family members call you crazy, they think they're doing the right thing. They don't understand that they've been brainwashed. They don't realize what these, how evil these people are. They haven't seen what we've seen. They, you know, for whatever reason. Okay. So they will turn, they will realize, oh no, they were right. We were wrong. No, a lot of people are, are, are having that moment you know a lot of people have if any of the peoples of the earth do not go to jerusalem to worship the king the lord god almighty they will have no reign so what is it talking about it's like we're going to have peace on earth <laughs> we're going to have uh justice we're going to have health and wealth and all of the good things for this world and and everybody's going to have to get in the line is what it's saying okay um if the egyptian people do not take go up and take part. They will have no rain. The Lord will bring on them the plague he inflicts on the nations that don't go to celebrate the, the Feast of Tabernacles. So it's, all it's saying is there's going to be justice 
and everyone's going to get in line and we're going to have peace on earth and it, it, whatever it takes to get to get there. We're going to have to make sure everybody understands this is we cannot play with any of this ever, ever, ever again. We have to make sure that we have peace on earth and no, no uh, time ever will there be another group that's allowed to be a, a cabal. We can never, ever, ever allow the cabal. Everyone on earth is going to have to join together. We're going to be unified and everyone's going to be at peace. That's what it's going to have to happen. Okay. That's really what it's saying here. But anyway, it's, uh, it does talk about, I just, the, the thing I wanted to highlight, the reason I was thinking about this verse is it talks about the survivors from the nations, the survivors. We are going through and I, going back to what I first started with, we've got these people who think, oh, look to us and we'll, we're the, your savior and we'll give you the jab and blah, blah, blah. They ended up, you know, lying to the people and deceiving the people. And many are not surviving because they've listened to the enemy. That's the point. And those who have somehow <laughs> not listened, not participated and have, will survive that we'll all have peace on earth. That's the that's what it's saying here in Zechariah. Uh, and uh, the, the, but the ones who've done this on purpose, who are the deceivers, the knowingly people, they are going to be they're in great panic and they're going to be in, in serious trouble and all their wealth is being seized and all that. But the rest of us who survive this will have peace on earth. All right, isn't that great? That's great. Where I know it's not easy. Just like when when they did this when they had this deal, this was not easy either. And the reality is if, if, you know, if they don't learn, if we as humanity don't learn how to get along and understand the seriousness of these evildoers and Satan, we will, will be literally snuffed out, destroyed. And that's what this whole thing is about is for us to learn. We have got to follow the Lord. We, and we, we can never allow it to get to this where we are all completely divided and at each other's throats and all the war and all that. And they never will be again. It says that nation will not rise against nation. Neither will they train for war any more. Yay. Yay. All right. I think that's everything I wanted to show you. Um, don't forget, go to, uh, you can check out the book. I go into lots of other things like this to help you piece together end times because they had just lied to us and deceived us. And we're coming out of all that deception. And I'm just so glad to be able to have it where I can, we can share it easily with people uh, for $2.99. All right. So um, right there. All right. So then the other thing is don't forget to go on here and you can look up uh, the things that I was talking about here uh, in the Trump category and in the, the lost tribes of Israel category, etc. Don't forget, please go to my favorite health links. We are boycotting these people. We're not going to give them one more nickel. President Trump's working so hard to get them uh, to take the money away from them. And we keep giving them more money. Do not give these people money, please. Get, uh, we are joining together. Go on here, click right here, and you will find the link. So you can um, talk to my team, Melly, and we are joining all together to, to um, get good healthy products and we are we're not going to buy any more of their their bad yucky toxic death products basically okay and uh so wonderful to have products that make you uh healthy and help you to feel good all right so yeah don't forget please 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 detox y'all goodness they're spraying us <laughs> it's just like a bug and and uh if you feel 
uh, dizzy, if you feel whatever, this link right here, I don't know this company. I don't really work directly with them, but they are, they, that's where I get my drops from. And it helps me to function so, so, so good. I was just talking to someone yesterday who was saying his wife had been terribly dizzy. I said, get the drops now. Um, just follow the, the, the protocols on here, because if you don't watch out, you could get really, really dizzy. Um, actually, Laura is going, Dr. Laura is going to Destin this week. I'm so thankful. We finally are there where we are. She's going to be doing nerve therapy for those people in the Destin area, whoever can get there in a reasonable, you know, two hour drive or something like that. So if you want to do that, she'll be there all next week, the November 15th through the 19th. I'm so thankful for her because, uh, you know, she, I don't know if you knew this, but she's done mission work. So she's just got this mission heart to go wherever uh, people need the help. And it's just such a beautiful thing for us to work together. And don't forget about, I love my Get Fit with Melly. I'm so thankful for this. I'm going so to this thing tomorrow. I'm like so glad I have um, good food to eat that keeps me energized so I don't have to worry. Um, and, you know, just keeps keeps the weight off and it keeps you energized. I'm so thankful for that. So definitely check it out if you've been having trouble with your weight or feeling, um, you know, energy issues. So I wanted to play this song before we go and we're going to pray and, uh, and then we're going to jet. Thank you so much, Lord. We praise you and thank you that this is your word and nothing can stop what is coming. We thank you that you know what it's, what we need to do so that we can have peace on earth. And we have, we've just let these people over the world, but we thank you that you are um, helping us to, you're saving us for anyway. And uh, Lord, we thank you that we will not have this in the future, that nation won't rise against nation and we won't learn war anymore. Thank you that you are going to allow us to be the survivors. Help us to listen carefully to you. Help us to um, have our family members and those we love and help us to save as many as we possibly can so that they don't listen to the enemy, oh Lord. And I uh, just speak so clearly in our hearts that we know exactly what you, what we should do and what you want us to to say and do wherever we go and so we can help as many people as we possibly can um we thank you for our wonderful president we thank you for all these wonderful patriots and strengthen them lord protect them surround us with your heavenly host help us to detox help us to have good food and not to have toxic products help us to save us lord from all these plots and schemes of the evil ones, these ones with the, that uh, that hijacked your word and, and made themselves out to be the answer when they're anything but, and they're really the uh, have the uh, the target right at us with this needle and so many other things that they're doing to try to destroy us. Oh Lord, we, we thank you that your promise is that we will survive and that we will have peace on earth for a thousand years. We give you praise and we give you thanks and your great name we pray, King Jesus, amen. All right, let's, Probably a little bit of this real quick and then King of heaven, champion of all creation, as a fire, as a thunder, tearing through the sky and wonder, just lightly, see him coming on a horse that's white like lightning. Do you see him? Do you see him? All right, guys, I love you, and I will talk to you later. Bye, guys.